Free Game Flight Podcast. It's another funky ass Friday morning. It is your host, Free Game Flight, aka Top Flight, aka Flight Calipari, aka the most hated. Oh man, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I think I just got the best sleep I've had in probably two to three years yesterday. Um, Today's music stylings will be brought to you by none other but the OJs. The OJs. Let me crank that real quick. here with the OJs right now, feeling good, feeling great on another funky ass Friday morning, I just got caught by a school bus, I'm currently not happy right now, god damn it, just that quick, fucking school bus got my ass, um, but it's a few things I'm gonna get into today, definitely, definitely some things I'm gonna get into today, um, first and foremost, first and foremost, that sleep I had last night, let me tell you, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all, so I got home, Usual time, right around 30. God damn, I'm literally like right behind the fucking school bus. Son of a bitch, this is not good at all. So you know what I'm saying? I get I get home 4:30 usual time shit, and um, I was tired. Why not have me tired? Cause I was a little slid, and of course having to get up at fucking five something in the morning, shit's been ridiculous. Shit's been ridiculous. So, I was like, you know, I'm going to take me a little nap. Eat a little song. 5.30, boom. I'm going to take me a little nap. Told my dog I was going to slide over there his crib because he, he got the new old Call of Duty. They just dropped the Call of Duty water, Modern Warfare 2 on the new system, on the new Xbox. I'm about to get an Xbox just for that shit. That was like my favorite game ever. So, I told him I was going to slide. Boom. I'll take a nap. I don't wake up from this nap to about 10.30. Went to sleep at 5.30. I woke up at 10. I had a five-hour nap. I'm not a big napper. I'm not a big nap fan for for that reason right there. Because when I nap, I nap like I'm going to just go to sleep for the rest of the goddamn day. Five-hour nap? Come on. So, of course, I woke up disoriented, thought I was late for work fucking hot though i'm like oh shit it's 10 o'clock how the fuck you know what i'm saying i'm i'm fucking tripping out my fucking heart is is fucking beating out of my chest and i looked i was like damn it's fucking dark outside ain't no way it's 10 30 
can't believe I just slept for five hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, I was so disoriented where all I could really do was go right back to sleep. So I went right back to sleep and I slept just as good as I did in that five hours for the rest of that damn night. I swear, like, I ain't, I ain't slept that good. I ain't slept that good in probably two, three years for real. Like, I feel like a whole new nigga right now. I really feel like a whole new nigga right now. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. Let me crank up real quick. First thing, first thing I really, really want to get into, that was just a quick little, quick little sidebar. Um, football season is underway. College football kicked off its first official games yesterday. Um, I say first official games because uh, there were games on TV that counted. Uh, UCF played their first game last night. Uh, blew out UConn, who is not particularly a football school. So, I mean, UCF, I'm glad y'all won that, you know. I mean, it's UConn. Uh, they're only really good in basketball. Um, so, it's going to be a lot more sports coming in. Just giving y'all that heads up now, because I am a sport junkie. Um, so, it's going to be a lot more sports coming in. Um, Aaron Rodgers, it's crazy because I just talked about how NFL players don't make NBA money, but... Aaron Rodgers probably one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever throw the football. Um, he doesn't have the accolades that Tom Brady does, but talent-wise, just throwing the football, Aaron Rodgers is probably top three, if not the greatest football, greatest quarterback to ever throw a football. Just, just physically, just you know, what I'm saying, just physically gifted throwing the football. He's that nigga. Um, he just got basketball money. Um, definitely, he just got a hundred and thirty-five million dollar contract. 100 million guaranteed. Uh, that's NBA type shit. 100 million dollars guaranteed. That's that's definitely NBA type shit. Um, I mean, obviously he's not making. He's still not making. You know, what I'm saying LeBron James money or you know, what I'm saying those type niggas money. But 100 million guaranteed is definitely a step in the right direction for the NFL. Um, it's one of those things that now more the 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 more players are starting to get paid, it's just gonna keep. It's just gonna keep going up. Um, Odell Beckham is not going to be the highest paid receiver for forever. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else is going to beat that. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be the highest paid quarterback ever. Somebody's going to come and beat that. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that now, now the stage is set. He set the tone. He set the stage of what elite quarterbacks are going to begin to make. So, the NFL is definitely about to because with all the with all the concussions and the CTE and everything and all the uncertainty of honestly the next play could be your last and fo- football is one of those games that the next play real deal could be your last. You could get hit wrong, land wrong, somebody put they fall on you wrong. Anything could go wrong in a football game. To where now guarantees are so important. Guarantees are the most important thing in the NFL for an NFL player at this point. It's the most important thing is the guarantees. I mean, basketball, I mean, the likelihood of you 
doing something and never playing again is very, very, is very, very slim. You know what I'm saying? You might, you might blow an Achilles or, I mean, even Kobe blew his Achilles at 30, in his late, mid to late thirties and came back and still played. You know what I mean? Um, so right now, NFL landscape is definitely changing when it comes to money. Le'Veon Bell about to get his bread because they've been franchising him for the longest. But I'll get into that later once the the meat of the season has begun. Once the meat of the season has begun. Um, Let's crank up real quick. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. OJs are personally in my favorites as well. As well. It's one of those ones that I might get carried away. Uh, I gotta try not to. I definitely gotta try not to get carried away when I listen to these old gems. Y'all know how I can get. Y'all definitely know how I can get. But, um... Honestly, there's two there's two people I want y'all to I want y'all to look up. This is back on my just in the sports thing for for a quick second, quick, quick, quick. So LeBron LeBron has this show has a new show on his network, The Uninterrupted, called The Shop. Uh, it just aired on HBO. I think was was that Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, one of those days. It aired out, you know what I'm saying, it aired on HBO, and it's basically like, it's barber, It's basically like a barbershop talk. Um, if you've never been in a male barbershop, male barbershop is kind of like a haven for, for shit talking and just, you know what I'm saying, men, black men being themselves without, you know what I'm saying, without their women around. A barbershop is like safe haven type, you know what I'm saying. You can come in there and you can, I don't say you can do whatever you want, but, oh boy, them boys almost whacked each other. But I'm saying, I'm not saying you can do whatever you want, but everything is, you know what I'm saying, everything is addressed that you can talk about any and everything. You know what I'm saying? So LeBron's in there with Tim, Odell, Draymond, um, white dude, John Stewart. Um, I think was Candace Parker in there? I think Candace was in there. Um, so it was, you know what I'm saying, some big time athletes in there, you know what I'm saying? They just have been basically shop talk. I mean, ain't nobody getting their haircut, but and, he's, and the only thing I really like, them niggas in there drinking wine. I think we don't drink wine in the barbershop. I mean, I understand this is a show, so y'all are, you know what I'm saying, y'all are, y'all are putting off to the upper echelon, but nigga, we don't drink wine in the barbershop. Anyway, um, they were just speaking on some real shit, you know what I'm saying? They were just speaking on, you know what I'm saying, being high-profile black athletes, you know what I mean? And when, when somebody comes and says, you know what I'm saying, can they have an autograph, and you say no. Most black athletes are looked at as assholes, and you know what I'm saying. But when a white athlete says no to a to a um, to a, uh, a, a autograph or a picture or something like that, a lot of times it's just oh respect them. They're spending time with their family. Find them at another time. It was they were really just expanding on the the double standards of being black athletes. Odell felt said he felt that he it's like you're a zoo animal. Um, 
he said people come up to him and just be like, oh, oh hey, Odell, dance. Like, like nigga, he said, he said like a zoo monkey. I remember, he, he, that literally his words was zoo monkey. Like, walk up on them, oh, dance. Oh, here, catch this. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no regard for them as humans. They're always on the clock. So, if you get a chance to find that, go look at that. But there's two people who commented on that on on sports on on the sports network that I just I can't let go. One's name is Jason Whitlock. Now, Jason Whitlock is a notorious coon. Notorious coon. I call him Coonlock. Um, on Fox Sports One, he's got his own show called Speak for Yourself. Um, I can't stand this coon ass nigga. I'm going to just be real. I just can't stand this coon-ass nigga. He basically had the nerve to go in there and blast LeBron and made and, and made it out to seem like LeBron was just bitching and complaining about being a high-profile athlete. Like, oh, that's what comes with the job. Oh, we don't we don't curse in black barbershops. I've been he and he had the nerve to list out these barbershops that he went to and every, you know what I'm saying, since he was a kid growing up all the way to where he is now. He listed every barbershop he used to go to. And was like, we never cursed in the barbershop. We never, we never there was always um there was always some type of opposition. Which is true. That is something that also they didn't have. There was everybody was kind of agreeing with each other in the barbershop. Everybody don't agree. I mean, there are some topics where everybody does agree. Very few topics in the barbershop where everybody does agree, but there was no disagreement in that shop talk, which, I mean, that's beside the point. But he just had the nerve to just bash LeBron and bash all of them for being high-profile athletes and, come, and honestly just being honest about how being honest about how they're treated as black athletes. And he's like, he basically hit him with the you should be grateful type shit, you know? You should be grateful that people are coming up trying to trying to get their autographs from you, or people are coming up trying to be, you know, what I'm saying trying to trying to get a picture. You should always say yes. You should never turn down the fan. All of this bullshit, like, nigga, what? Who are you? Him, Jason Whitlock, and Rob Parker. Rob Parker said the same type of shit. He didn't talk about how you know what I'm saying he goes to the barbershop and that's not. You know what I'm saying? That's not how niggas talk in a barbershop, but he basically said the same thing. Oh, you should never deny the fan. Um, you should never have to, you know, it's a, it comes with the job. You're famous, so deal with it. You're not the only one who has to deal with it. People come and ask me for pictures, and I'm not on. I'm not as famous as you. Like, Rob Parker, nobody gives a fuck about you or wants a picture with you or wants your autograph. Nobody gives a fuck about nobody comes up to you when you're at dinner and be like hey can I get a picture with Rob Parker nah. most of 90% of the people listening to this don't even know who the fuck Rob Parker is or who Jason Whitlock is so y'all don't understand what it's like to be LeBron James walking down the fucking street to get his motherfucking coke and half the fucking block stops and traffic stops and all kinds of shit you don't fucking have that command you don't have that fucking command in the street you don't know what it's like to be Odell Beckham and you know what I'm saying? And try to go to fucking dinner and the whole fucking restaurant turns upside down cause you cause you walk in. You don't have that fucking juice, you dumb fucks. I ooh, these bro, they pissed me off yesterday. They both pissed me off yesterday. Talking about LeBron James made a fool of himself on national TV. And nigga, the the Coon Lock called him Black Trump because of the language that LeBron was using. Cause most people have never seen LeBron as LeBron. I mean, this dude's on 
national TV 98% of the time when he's sticking a camera in his face. So he can't say, motherfuck this, motherfuck that. I can't, I can't, nigga this, I can't, nigga that. But in his own production, he can say whatever the fuck he wants. And LeBron James was being himself, and they did not like that shit. They don't like that shit. They don't like to see a black man be himself. They always want to see him being, being, being what the, what the, 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 the mass wants him to be. But when LeBron James literally sat down in that barbershop with his, with people he felt that he could express him, his true self with, y'all want to, oh, you embarrassing yourself. Oh, you just went the black Trump route. Like, you, Let me get, let me crank up. I'm sorry, y'all. I just went a little hard. These motherfuckers get on my nerves. This is what we need to be on. All right, so. Oh, God. I had to turn my air on too hard. <laughs> yeah, I got hot in here for a second. Um, honestly, y'all, chase your dreams. Chase whatever makes you happy. Do whatever makes you fucking happy. Be happy, stay happy. That's the key to life. Be happy and try to stay happy. Um. Be happy, stay happy. I want to crank up a little bit. Bro, the OJ's got some bops, now. If y'all don't know some of these songs, I'm sorry. Alright, so we, I'm going to hop into a PIMP segment. It's a, I love this song. Hey, money, 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 money. We about to hop into a PIMP segment. Peek into my past. If you don't know what PIMP means, it is peek into my past. Basically, I just tell an old story. Um, something that I've been through, something that I went down. Uh, whether it's funny, happy, sad, might make you mad. I don't know, shit. However I feel, whatever story I feel like telling. So today on my PIMP segment, we're going to talk about the first time Orlando introduced something called wall to wall. Excuse me. Oh wow. So what wall to wall was for those people who used to follow me on Snapchat, who still follow me on Snapchat, is what I call two dollar top shelf. Two dollar top shelf. And for those who 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 remember my my two dollar top shelf chronicles, those used to be. Whew, but that first one, let me tell y'all about that first one. That first one. Alright, so we get in there. We get into this club, right? One of my favorite clubs. I just like the setup of the club. Upstairs, downstairs, whenever it's thick enough. Sections or not. I, I just I just fought with I just fought with Guilt Nightclub as a whole. Just it's just the setup and it's alone. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's it, it's it stands alone by itself. I, I really like Guilt I Guilt Nightclub. Really, really do. So we get in there, right? Now, we get in there, boom, for free, of course. Now, we we came in with the, with the mindset, oh, yeah, it's free drinks. Well, I mean, nine times out of ten, when they say free drinks, we already know that's free wells. I mean, not big fans of it, but if it's free, it's for me. 
especially at that time. This is when I, I had literally just got to Orlando. I think I was prime, prime time homeless and jobless at this time. So free was, everything was, was for me if it was free. So we in there, boom, we hit the bar, right? I walked in that bitch with a hot $20, $20. I had $20 on my name that night. Walked in and Landon's like, you know what I'm saying? What's the, what's the, what we doing? Like what's the special or whatever? And dude was like, you know, it's free wells. And then there's $2 top shelf. We was like, wait, what? He said, yeah, $2 top shelf. I was like, what you mean $2 top shelf? Fucking like, come on. He's like, no, for real, $2 Hennessy, Patron, Syrah, anything you see up here, $2. I was like, y'all bullshit. He was like, no, I swear. Mind you, I had hot dub in my pocket. So I'm like, oh, bet. Blah, out, pull out the dub. Let me get that Henny. Boom. Landon, let me get that Henny. Boom. So we boom, we Henny in. Boom, back to the bar. Knock that bitch off with the, with the swiftness. Boom, give me another Henny. Bomb, get another Henny. So we two Hennies in, quick. Boom, boom. Now I'm like, all right, I need to chill. Let me get a, let me get a Wells. <laughs> this is where everything went laughing. I wasn't thinking. Because A, I was high as shit. B, I was double Henny in and I didn't want, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want. Why is this, why is this nigga not making the turn? Am I tripping? Oh, I thought I was tripping. I was like, why is this man not making, you know what I'm saying? Why is this nigga not making? My bad. I'm tripping right now. My dad, This nigga was tripping at the light. But I'm like, man, I'm not really trying to keep hitting So let me just get this Wells whiskey and, and cranberry just to cool out. So I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't tell anybody I was drinking Top Shelf and Wells together. So I was, boom. After that Wells thing, back to the Henny. Boom. So I'm like, I done got three Hennessy's. I done spent maybe seven, eight dollars because I might have tipped once or twice. You know what I'm saying? Still got this whole 10 piece in my pocket. Still drinking Henny and Wells. Henny and Wells. Until at one point, I don't know what happened, but I ended up in the bathroom throwing up. Ended up in the bathroom throwing up. And when I tell you throwing up, I mean like this was this is my first time ever throwing up. Like now I've gotten, you know what I'm saying? I've thrown up in the club multiple times since this point this was kind of like the first time i ever got so fucked up in the club to where i was throwing up and i had to and security had to come in and be like hey you gotta leave like security came in the bathroom and was like you gotta leave i don't know if the uh i don't know if the 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 bathroom attendant dude went out there and was like hey y'all need to come get this nigga or what but security came in there and was like hey you gotta leave because i was throwing up so much you feel me i was dead 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 so I never, this is the part I'll never forget. I'm walking out, right? And there's a sliding glass door that I completely do not see. Completely do not see as I'm walking out. Boom! When I tell you I walked into this glass, because mind you, I'm like, I'm, I'm stumbling drunk. So like, I'm heavy leaning forward. I ain't never walked into something so hard in my entire life. I hit this glass door so damn hard to where I know... I know so many people turned and looked and was like, what the fuck? I couldn't even turn around. I just I just had to just take my two steps to the side and walk out. Like, I, bro, I, I hit that shit so hard to where the next day I had a bruise right above my eye because I walked into that bitch so hard. Um, but, like, I was so drunk to where I literally went and I sat behind. I sat behind, my, behind the advisor's car because he drove that night. I sat behind his car outside on the ground and... Don't remember anything else. I don't remember getting home. I don't remember anything else. Nothing else. Nothing else from that night. 
Nothing. At all. Zip, zilch, nada. It was, it was one of the craziest, craziest nights of my life. I'll never, I've never mixed Top Shelf and Wells ever again. And it was like, the throwing up part is what got me. But that walking into that fucking, that, that glass door... Like, honestly, I feel like if I would have hit that bitch any harder, that shit would have shattered. I would I, I, Luckily, I think it was just, like, that plexiglass. Because I don't think it would. If that was glass, glass, that shit would have shattered as hard as I hit that bitch. It, it was one of the craziest things ever, man. I, I, was, I was hurt. I was so embarrassed. But that's where the $2 top shelf night started. Right there. That's how I felt that, man. I just wanted to cry. You can't go on this way. This is how I felt about my lip. This is how I felt about the alcohol. I said, I know you love me. <laughs> and I love you. Then we started holding each other. I felt a tear roll down my face. I wanted to quit drinking after that night. Last night. <laughs> I, I, bro, I had tears coming down my eyes for throwing up that night. <laughs> Game Flight Podcast, man. That was a peek into my past. I ain't gonna lie. That night made me reconsider drinking for a long time, but that shit did not do anything because I just kept drinking. As y'all, for those who know, two dollar top chef only got litter and litter to where I was standing up on the balcony and shit. We'll get that'll be in a whole nother PIMP segment, man. It's the Free Game Flight Podcast. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's a funky ass Friday. Remember who remember who gives you the vibes. Remember who who puts you on that old shit. Y'all can keep that new shit I'm on that old shit. That that pure that pure that pure shit. Pure life flight. I don't know. I'm about to get up out of here though, man. Tell your people you love them, because you really never know these days. That's not me and my woman.